Welcome to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. Presented by Kirk Stangy of Stangy Law Firm, PC. With offices in the Midwest. Stangy Law Firm is a family law firm. Now, here's your host, Kirk Stangy. Welcome to Family Law Talk. We have an exciting episode today. The episode is the state administrative agencies will not establish custody, only support. And this is based on an article we have on FamilyLawHeadquarters.com. And the title of that article is Paternity Cases, Why the State Will Not Establish Custody. So as a follow-up to the episode today, you can definitely go on over to FamilyLawHeadquarters.com and read that article uh, as well. Uh, Definitely an interesting article and definitely an interesting topic uh, that uh, is addressed in the article and that we will address here in this podcast today. And so here's really really the topic. Uh, In the United States, four out of ten kids are born out of wedlock. That is a statistic uh, that is fairly recent, and this trend has been uh, sort of rising over time over the last several decades. In other words, more and more kids born out of wedlock in this country than had been the case in previous generations. And so as a result, um, there are more and more uh, state administrative child support cases out there. In other words, in a lot of instances, what ends up happening uh, is this, which is uh, when unmarried parents are not in a committed relationship, right? So the baby's born out of wedlock, the mom and dad are not together, you know, they're not residing together, they're not in a committed relationship. Um, In a lot of these instances, um, uh, litigation is often uh, the result of it, right? And, and really, just like a divorce where parents you know, split up, uh, they end up litigating custody and support through divorce proceedings. When unmarried parents have children and they're not together, you know, oftentimes uh, custody and child support ends up having to be addressed in these circumstances because, truth be told, most unmarried parents who are not together in a committed relationship are just not going to be able to deal with child custody and child support informally um, uh, for the duration of a child's life, right? They're going to disagree on custody. They're going to disagree on visitation. They're also going to get, in most of these instances, into, into really disputes over uh, child support, maybe educational expenses, maybe health care uh, expenses and really the full, really the full range of expenses that uh, that are really out there when a child is born, right? Uh, but in a lot of scenarios, what ends up happening is one of the parents goes to the state, right? And oftentimes it's the mom uh, in this scenario is going to the state looking for a child support award uh, from the father, right? So they go to the state. Uh, they seek child support. They fill out some paperwork. Uh, they indicate who they believe is dad. Uh, they submit some financial information, right? In some instances, the dad might be on the birth certificate. Uh, in other instances, maybe the father isn't on the birth certificate. In other words, they didn't sign the acknowledgement of paternity. Um, and so what ends up happening in a lot of these instances is when the mom goes to the state and they denote who they think the father is and they submit their financial information, then the father receives a packet basically in the mail uh, and they're asked to really, really admit whether or not they're the father. Uh, if they say they're not the father, then a, then a paternity test uh, is part of it. And so then the father submits to a paternity test, or the alleged father, I should say. If it turns out they're the father, right, then they submit their financial paperwork. And ultimately, the court in most states will then enter a child support order and these child support orders oftentimes, right, really work off the assumption uh, that the mom has custody. 
and that the father doesn't. And, and a lot of people would ask, well, why is that? Why does the state assume that? And, and really, that's a worthy question uh, because there are some instances where the father's really raising the child. But uh, truth be told, in a lot of instances, uh, this is the assumption that's made. And so <clears throat> if the father uh, uh, either admits that they're the father or the paternity test shows them to be the father, again, a child support order is entered. In a lot of instances, the child support order might be entered retroactively, right? can go back years, depending on the laws in a particular state. And this is where a lot of uh, unmarried fathers can find themselves in, in really the blink of an eye, really far behind on child support. Um, and then, you know, health care expenses and educational expenses and maybe even daycare get addressed through these administrative child support uh, orders as well. Uh, but what a lot of individuals are sort of miffed by is the fact uh, that custody is not established through the state, right? A lot of individuals would, would really argue this and say this, which is if the state is going to enter uh, a child support award against me, why won't they give me some visitation rights? Uh, a lot of individuals, a lot of fathers would argue it's not fair, in other words, that I have to pay child support, right, for a child that I cannot see, right? And so uh, this is an argument that a lot of individuals uh, end up raising, and they just can't understand why the state administrative agencies, right, and the, and the terminology is different in different states, right? In Missouri, it's called the Division of Child Support Enforcement. Uh, other states call these agencies something similar, maybe slightly different terminology, but it's really, uh, really birds of all the same feather, just different, different names uh, in different states. Uh, but many wonder, again, why can these state administrative agencies uh, order me to pay child support when they won't give me a custody order? In other words, they would say, this isn't fair. Again, why do I have to pay child support when I cannot see my child? And, and so this really gets to the fundamental question, right, uh, in terms of why uh, why that is, is ultimately the case. And again, uh, there could be different reasons out there, uh, and there might be you know, politicians and, and individuals who have helped set up these agencies that would have their own reasons. Uh, but at the end of the day, if support isn't being paid, right, in a lot of circumstances, these moms end up going on state aid, right? They end up getting state uh, aid uh, in order to support these children. And so really the position of a lot of states are this, which is, you know, versus the state having to expend taxpayer dollars to really support uh, uh, these children uh, uh, through, again, taxpayer dollars, uh, uh, again, they would rather have uh, parents support the children, right? And so uh, by ultimately uh, uh, ordering child support orders, ultimately, right, it, it seems as if it would save the state uh, money in the long run. And uh, at the end of the day, a lot of people would argue, isn't that fair, right? If you're going to have these children, right, you ought to support them. And it's not fair that you have these children and, and that you're not – financially being responsible for them. And so that ultimately is a lot of the rationale behind the states uh, setting child support orders but not entering custody, right? Again, many would disagree with this and say, well, shouldn't there be some sort of default custody order that's entered? I mean, in other words, if I have to pay child support, shouldn't there be something there, you know, by default uh, that's set? Uh, because it's just not fair that I have to pay support, and, and I don't get to see my kids, right? But for better or worse, uh, that just isn't the way 
uh, it works. Uh, the state administrative child support agencies will set support. They'll determine whether somebody's a father, but they don't get into the issue of custody. So that leaves really this remaining question, which is, well, well then how, how does an unmarried uh, uh, parent, oftentimes the father, then get this custody order entered uh, if the state won't do it? And the answer is this, which is, uh, a paternity case uh, needs to be filed uh, normally in state court, uh, and in the paternity case, the unmarried uh, parents, oftentimes the father, can request that a custody order be entered, right? And, and in a lot of these cases, uh, through uh, the state circuit court, uh, who's able to set a child custody or visitation order, whatever you want to call it, a lot of times the courts will relook at child support as well. And uh, and then what they ultimately do at the state courthouse will override what the state administrative agencies are doing in terms of child support. And so for a lot of unmarried parents, really what needs to take place is, is the filing of a paternity case, right? Because a paternity case in the state court uh, will address whether somebody's the, the father or not, uh, what custody and visitation is, and, and it will ultimately address child support Whereas just the state administrative agencies, right, which are really part of the executive branch of government, right, all they deal with is really two of those three issues. They'll deal with whether somebody's a father or not, and they'll deal with child support, but they won't touch custody. Whereas at the state circuit court, uh, paternity will be dealt with, uh, custody, uh, and child support. So it's much more comprehensive. Uh, many are still confused by that and think, well, why do I have to file a paternity case? And again, the paternity case is what gets individuals, uh, at the end of the day, that custody order, which cannot be had uh, through the state. And so really, as things stand today, these paternity cases are really on the rise in the United States. It's really the new divorce in a lot of ways, if you will. And in fact, these paternity cases take place in the family court, uh, generally, which is the same uh, the division of the state courts that deal with divorce cases, right? And so in a lot of ways, paternity cases, uh, really uh, the 21st century divorce uh, with the out-of-wedlock birth rates being at 40% in this country. Again, definitely an interesting topic. And again, uh, the overall takeaway from this is the state will deal with uh, whether somebody's the father or not, and they'll deal with support, but they will not deal with custody uh, that has to take place in the state circuit court through paternity proceedings. So, again, as a follow-up to the episode today, go on over to familylawheadquarters.com. Check out the recent article we have titled, Paternity Cases, Why the State Will Not Establish Custody. Again, thanks for tuning in today. Stay tuned to our next episode coming up on Family Law Talk. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Family Law Talk. Family Law Talk. With Kirk Stange. Visit StangeLawFirm.com for more about today's topic or to put Stangy Law Firm to work for your family today. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision that should not be based solely upon advertisements. Neither the Supreme Court of Missouri or Illinois reviews or approves certifying organizations or specialist designations. The information you obtain on this podcast is not, nor is it intended to be legal advice. You should contact an attorney for advice regarding your individual situation. We invite you to contact us and welcome your calls, letters, and electronic mail. Contacting us does not create an attorney-client relationship. Please do not send any confidential information to us until such time as an attorney-client relationship has been established. And finally, past results afford no guarantee of future results. And every case is different and must be judged on its own merits. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.